Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got Ducks Unlimited Magazine cooking columnist uh, and sporting chef and host of Dead Meat, Scott Lasteth. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Good to be here, man. Awesome. Well, we're going to go ahead and kick this off. We're going to uh, get right into it because so, this is going to be a little bit of a longer one than we've done in the past. Um, your five favorite waterfowl recipes. You did this as a feature in Ducks Unlimited Magazine a few years back, and it has just been wildly popular. Uh, people are always interested to see your favorite waterfowl recipes, and most of them have become theirs, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, can you kind of explain where you came up with this list of five, these specific recipes? You know, I'm not a real foodie, and I'm not trying to out-chef anybody. I really like recipes that um, that everybody will enjoy. Um, so I, I kind of lean towards Southwestern when it's personal. You know, these are my five favorite waterfowl recipes. Um, you, you know, it... I think the number one one on there, the one that I started off with, and they're really in no particular order, is uh, tamales. A lot of people, their only experience with tamales is the one that comes in the can that's wrapped with a little piece of paper around it. It's about, <laughs> about the size yeah. of a cigar. You know, they're kind of like tamales. They have a little masa in there. But what's cool about tamales is you can take, you can take uh, snow geese, big Canada geese, uh, some of the lesser ducks, and braise them. Um, so uh, however you want to get them soft and tender. So by that, let's say you take the ducks, split them in half, put them into a roasting pan with some celery, carrot, onion, a um, little bit of liquid in there, cover them up with foil. In several hours, that's all going to come right off the bone. You're going to season it with whatever you like to put in your tamales. I like a little, you know, onion, um, chili powder, the seasoning. I put some enchilada sauce in there. And the thing about tamales, the flour, the masa flour is what is kind of mysterious for people. And it's just, it's basically masa flour, which for $3, you can buy a giant bag that'll last forever, a little warm lard or some other kind of shortening. You can use any kind of liquid shortening, uh, some chicken broth and salt. And all you're going to do is turn that into something that's about the consistency of wet cookie dough take a corn house that you've soaked in water for 30 minutes and you can do anything you can pack anything into that tamale if you get an assembly line going where you've got the guy starting with the the wet uh corn husk then you put a little the the masa filling in there or the tamale filling wrap it up put it over in the next deal you steam it and then what i like to do is if i'm going to steam them let them cool and then I'm going to vacuum seal them and put them in the freezer so that I've got them. They're a big, big hit at uh, the holiday season. Yeah, that's great. And then you can just pop them right out if you have guests coming over and you're, you're serving duck or goose tamales. That's awesome. Right. And, the, you know, the same thing with the duck tostadas. It's that shredded meat that, you know, it's, what's good about doing the low and slow method, whether it's in a crock pot or a sous vide or the shredded meat, is that you get a really good yield. You're not just doing what a lot of people do and dressing out their ducks and throwing the rest away. Um, you set up a tostada bar, you've got your seasoned shredded meat, let everybody put their own toppings on there, and it's 
and you get a crunchy corn tortilla to build it on, man, you know, it's very, very simple. Um, I think we did the mango and prosciutto duck poppers, which is, which is my take on the, on the standard duck popper. What a lot of people do that I've found with wild game is they'll cut their ducks, geese, deer, whatever, into little strips and marinate it for a long time, wrap it with jalapeno, bacon, and cream cheese, and it tastes really good. And it's usually the first thing at a feed, it's usually the first thing to go. But for a lot of people, the victory is that it doesn't taste like duck. Um, and I like my duck to taste like duck, so mine is not marinated. Um, it's for more than a couple of hours. It's not 48 hours in teriyaki. The mango gives a little bit of a sweet bite, and then the prosciutto on the outside, uh, you get that nice and crispy. You've got the jalapeno in the center to give it some heat, so you've got sweet from the mango. You've got heat from the uh, jalapeno and salt from the prosciutto. Really, really good. Um, yeah, that that's one of our top red. I think you've done that as a column in the past. We did um, years ago, um, and it was it's wildly popular. It was worth repeating, so that's why I wanted to put it. It's it's always been one of my favorite. The sweet jalapeno duck is a really really good marinade that gives you um, you've got orange juice concentrate, which is one of the things that I use in place of sugar as a sweetener in a recipe. You know, basically, orange juice concentrate is sugar anyway, uh, but it just has flavor. So for the marinade, it's water, orange juice concentrate, a little vinegar for sour. There's some vegetable oil, oil in there. And what's good about putting oil into your marinade is that if you've got a lot of uh, acidic ingredients like vinegar and orange juice, what will very hap- what will often happen with a piece of meat is that um, the marinade will start to cook it. And if you've ever soaked chicken or pheasant or whatever in a acidic marinade, um, it gets kind of mushy. So that's why the oil will help protect that. It's going to give it flavor. The jalapeno lime, I mean, and and I prefer to put this one on a grill. And again, you've got you've got sweets, you've got spicy, and then throwing it on a grill makes it that much better. In um, that recipe, the, the that marinade works on just about any anything. Be the first to know when ducks are on the move. Sign up for DU's waterfowl migration email alerts and receive ongoing in-depth updates on the latest habitat conditions, weather changes, and hunting reports for your flyway. Visit ducks.org slash migration alerts. Now you kind of lean towards a lot. You, you lean towards a lot of spicy. You know, you kind of add quite a bit more spice than what you see from other people. Is that something that you kind of came up with, or is it something? It's just like a personal preference. You know, my spice is usually a mild spice. For instance, I'll use jalapeno, mm-hmm. um, as a habanero. And the good thing about if you're not into spice and you see one of my recipes that's got peppers in it or hot peppers, leave it out. Leave it out or use less. You know, recipes are meant to be outlined. It's not. What I think tastes great, you can adjust at the end and make it your own. Um, it kills me when you look at, when you watch some of the stuff on the Food Network, and it's all competition. Yeah. And you've got these three, three or four annoying people 
that are giving you the thumbs up or the thumbs down and whether your recipe is worthy or not. Heck, it's your recipe. If you don't, if you don't like garlic, don't put garlic in the recipe. I happen to like garlic, but if you leave it out, nobody's going to come and arrest you. Yeah. It's entirely your recipe. My, my, really, here's a recipe that I learned, one of the top five when I, we were in South Africa. Every piece of meat for 24 hours was soaked in olive oil, garlic, sometimes rosemary, salt, and pepper. <laughs> olive oil, garlic, salt, and pepper for the most part. Some put a little splash of soy sauce in there. They marinate the meat for 24 hours, cook it over a hot, smoky grill till it's rare to medium rare, and this stuff is like incredible. It's buttery. It tastes just like it's supposed to taste. It doesn't taste gamey. And if you just don't cook it so long, most of the game that you eat won't taste gamey at all. Man, the olive oil, garlic, rosemary, I mean, that's just a basic. I mean, everyone has that probably in their spice cabinets and cabinets. I mean, that's just a basic marinade or in, in, in very, very easy to do. Um, yeah, before we let you go, I do want to touch on marinades real quick. And, and mainly because I've heard you say this before, most of the people you talk to or have talked to in the past, and people I know as well, their first step in the process of cooking ducks is to throw it in Italian dressing. Well, you know, and in the, in the, the Italian dressing is really not a bad idea. And it's, it's not a bad place to start. Um, some of the, you know, the prepared bottle dressings to me are either too salty or too kind of, you know, they have uh, ingredients in there for for stability and those kind of things. I would rather, I would rather make my own Italian dressing like with uh, olive oil, um, a good, a good vinegar, some garlic, maybe a little red wine and some herbs. I think you'll find that that tastes better than what you get out of the bottle. And it'll probably be infinitely less salty. Um, you know, they they shouldn't marinade should enhance, not disguise what your what your game tastes like. Exactly. If you take so you have half cup each lemon juice, balsamic vinegar, honey, half cup each. Throw in some red wine, a little soy sauce. I'll give it some salt, some garlic. Rosemary, I like to put a little mustard in a marinade. Um, if you want to put red pepper flakes in there for heat, that's cool. After that's all in there, while you're whisking, you add the olive oil in a really thin stream, and that will emulsify it so that you have this really this great marinade um, that you may have to shake up a little bit. But you'll notice that, that uh, jar of Italian dressing that you have, that bottle, Nothing really separates in there because it's got all this other stuff in there like guar gum and xanthan gum. The binders. So that everything is, all the binders, yeah. Whereas if you just whisk it with olive oil, to me, and emulsify it that way, that's the better well, can you Can you marinate things too long? You can. Um, and as I mentioned before, when, especially if you've got acidic ingredients in there like vinegar, citrus juice, um, wine, things like that, that will actually, if you leave it in there too long, it's going to make the meat mushy. Um, I highly recommend a brine first, a salt water brine. If you take a half gallon of water to a half cup each of kosher salt and brown sugar, do the brine first. After it's been brined, pat it dry and then put it in the marinade. And of course, since the brine has salt in it, um, you want to cut back a little bit on the salt on the marinade or rub. 
But I start there, then I do a marinade um, or just toss it right on the grill. But my very often, the first, or actually always, the first step that I do is I grind my duck and beef. Well, hey, I appreciate it, Scott. Thanks for the insight. I'm sure everyone picked up a little bit of knowledge here. Um, we'll be sure to have you back on. We'll probably get back into brines and marinades again. Uh, but I do appreciate you coming. Thank you. Yeah, man. I want to give a special thanks to Scott Layseth, our guest, for joining us. Uh, if you want to learn more about Scott, you can visit thesportingchef.com or check out his recipes on ducks.org. I also want to give a special thanks to Clay Baird, the Ducks Unlimited podcast producer who puts this awesome show together. I'm your host, Chris Jennings. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks.